Hello, everyone, and welcome to another episode of the Tobacco Pipe. We are back. Corona's on the tack. I'm hungry, and I want a snack. Dude, that was good. <laughs> that was good. <laughs> Honestly, every episode, you are slowly and slowly getting better. I'm getting at better intros. at the intros, dude. Sometimes I slip up, but like last time, I slipped up. Dude, it, it's all good. It's it's that uh, it's that natural talk, man. We we don't we don't post production here, so anything we say. Gets put on it, the pod. It would be pre pre production. No post. Post is after. Yeah, we. That's what I'm saying. Also, oh, we, we don't edit it and we don't plan it. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> but, but yeah, man. So a uh, big week for us. We just had the um, Caps Chirp podcast on the Juice Box Pod, which was great. And right after that, we just got into an iRacing partnership with one of. Our friends, vroom vroom, vroom vroom, boogity boogity. Let's get racing, and it's going to be exciting. So you you were asking about it before, so I'll just explain it on here so everybody can hear. Hank he races in one of these i racing leagues, and there's multiple racing leagues, kind of how we play Warzone. Yeah, he races, so he's in leagues right now where they race every Tuesday at nine fifteen, and it's actually live on YouTube that you can watch. That's wild, because I've never heard of this. And they have commentators, like they have people sitting there calling out the race, and they'll they'll uh, tweet out highlight clips and everything like that. And it's like a like a legit league. Do you get paid for it? So he 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 does get paid. Yes, I need to get into this, dude. <laughs> I used to love racing games. So he, I think, in this league that he's in, uh, this is how I understand it. We'll we'll have to have him on so he can explain it more. But the league that he's in. He can win money if he wins, obviously. Yeah. But he's a couple leagues behind one of the big leagues that he wants to get in. So this league will be done, and then he jumps in two leagues, I think, in February. His goal is he can get into a league where the winner of the whole league wins $100,000. Wow. That's fucking dope. <laughs> yeah, so he'll, he'll have the, uh, the juice box pod on his car. I think he's changing his number to 63. Um, and I know, I knew, hey. I knew you'd like that. Oh yeah. Cause it, it has something to do with West Virginia, like 1863 or whatever. So he's taking the 63 and he's changing the name of yeah. his crew to and cu- the vice, best high school football number ever. <laughs> and so. and he, he's changing his crew name to country roads, Motorsports, which would be pretty sick. So we'll, uh, we'll definitely be tweeting out the leak links and everything like that. Shout out Hank. Very, very happy to have you on the the fucking rocket shit, baby. So very, very excited. We'll, we'll have more information on that. But in a nutshell. I'm going to look this up uh, when we're done. Do it. Do it. Because I if I can actually, let's see. I can find his Twitter real quick. But in, in a nutshell, what's funny is me and him. Is, it, s- is it literally just like uh, like NASCAR racing on yeah. a game? Like you just go around the track? Yeah. Okay. And me and him used to play NASCAR um, when we were freshmen in the dorm. So we, yeah. we had like a steering wheel and pedals and everything like that, Dude, and we would race. That's something I always wanted to get as a kid because I was real big into like, oh, well, I loved the NASCAR games and I loved the uh, Need for Speeds. I played them oh, nonstop. And I always wanted uh, the steering wheel and pedals, but I never got it for some reason. Well, racing games are super addicting, and it, it even is more exciting when you have that yeah. because then you like legit feel like yeah. you're in the fucking you're car. But he, fast forward, he is still using that same wheel and same pedals to this day. So that's what we were Authentic. talking about. Well, but all these other guys, they have like Sims and like real high-tech uh, steering oh, wheels sure. and all that. I'm so sure. he's going to end up buying new ones in December, which will instantly, I think, put him back up there because he's already hanging in the top. Yeah. And he's just using those I mean, old ones. It's fucking – it's awesome to, like, keep that authenticity of, like, the old steering wheel and keeping it, keeping it real. But, like, at the end of the day, you're going to do a lot better with the newer – you know. Yeah, and, yeah. and like in thinking about it, like you know, when we're shooting and controllers and shit vibrate, the ones that he's using, he doesn't even feel any of that stuff. So he never knows how far 
like the gas is going, like he doesn't get any sense of Oh, okay. So once he gets that in his arsenal, game I wonder change. if like in the newer ones you can like literally feel like a simulated vibration for like RPMs and stuff. I guarantee you can, man. Because I mean that's that's a big deal. Did you did you ever? I, I mean, I know it was only going on for a little bit, but did you ever tune into Fox when they were racing? They were still racing every Sunday, but they were doing it. The drivers were doing it from their homes and those simulators. No. Okay, so that's awesome. Basically, a legit simulator. You have like a couple screens in front of you, but then you have a steering wheel and the pedals, so you can feel all of that stuff like you would in a normal car. That's half of racing those cars is feeling it. Exactly. I mean, really? Well, Uh, yeah. (laughs) And I, I always think, imagine. You know, when when we drive around, I take it for granted. You can move your head. You can move your shoulders. You can look behind you. Those real racers, their heads get strapped in, and they can only see in front of them. I know. I mean, they do have the rearview mirror, but still. And that's why, like, crew chiefs and all that are so – you have to have somebody that you can communicate with because they are literally yeah. your eyes and ears. Yeah. All you can see, like you just said, is behind you and in front of you. There's, That's it. There's multiple blind spots. Like, they, you, you got to know, like, hey, so-and-so is coming up on your back left corner. Like, don't spin out. You know? Yeah. So the, so the um, – I'm trying to look at the account. I believe – okay, so – the account, if you want to follow the league that Hank's in right now, it's G4 Sim Racing on Twitter. It's G4 Sim 2020. They do live races every Tuesday on YouTube, and we'll we'll make sure to tweet out the links and everything like that. Um, he's got a big race coming up this Tuesday in Talladega, and then <laughs> the All Star Race starts next week. So we've been been in the works talking when we're going to debut the car. Um, I don't really want to say anything yet because we don't know for sure, but that'll be something that we'll be promoting mad hard on all the podcasts because one, Hank's one of my dearest and best friends that I met in college. And two, it, it, it's funny to think that this is something he's been doing for ye- like years. Yeah. And I didn't even realize he was still doing it. Yeah. Uh, I, do, do you know if like, uh, like they're, they're doing, they're in there playing, like doing the race, um, is it like a first-person view, like you're sitting in the car? Yes. Or, okay, okay. Yeah. Well, okay, I don't want to say I know that for sure, but I'm 99.9% sure okay. that's how it is. Okay, So th- that's why... The, I was just wondering. Yeah, to circle back, a good wheel and brake yeah, pedals yeah. is clutch yeah. when that's all yeah. you can see. Uh, pun. <laughs> it's clutch. Clutch, clutch, clutch. Um, and do... Like, as far as, like, your car like you just have like free free range for however you want your car to look you don't have to get anything like approved or nothing so i the way i understand it is that he can design whatever car he wants Mm -hmm. and that's why he's gonna throw our logo on the cover i think he's got our twitter handle on the back and basically to give you guys a behind the scenes we're not going to do anything with money and anything like that just yet because that's how, in the long run, he he could make money is by people paying him to have stuff on his car. Yeah. And I, I'm going to try to get him. He was talking about it. I think we'll try to do it, too, because if he can Twitch and live stream himself, yeah. that would give him a more opportunity because somebody could just send him, like, shirts and hats or, like, cups and just say, hey, just put this in the live stream. I'm sure. I mean, I'm sure – like you were saying, like there's bigger leagues. I'm sure, like that's like the guys that are in those bigger leagues. I'm sure that's how they make a lot of their money is the advertisements on uh, it because uh, it's obviously got like a fan base watching it. A hundred percent. And even the league he's in, yeah, right now he has old NASCAR drivers that are in that league with. That's him. wild. <laughs> that's so wild. And, dude. and there's been like some NASCAR drivers that have raced with him. There's there will be some more once he starts moving up in the league. So it's kind of like. The, the way I understand it, the easiest way to put it is it's kind of like Major League Baseball with all the minor leagues that baseball has. That's yeah. how I understand it. There's yeah. so many minor racing leagues, and he's just starting to rise up. And it's just so funny to me that he's still using an Xbox 360 wheel and pedals. Why well, is this going to – is this – like in any system type thing? Like is it cross-platform? Anyone can play or – See, I – 
I don't know. I, I know it's I a feel com- like it should be. It's a completely different game, though. It's not NASCAR. Right. It's like right. an iRacing game. But, yes, I, I would assume if you went home and wanted to jump in some kind of league and play the game, I imagine you would be able to do it, yeah. too. Yeah. Yeah. We can, we can get, like, a, a two-man tandem going on, like Ricky Bobby and... Uh, Fuck, what's his name? Dude, uh, <laughs> I forget his Cal Naughton Jr. Yeah, yeah. Shake and break. Yeah, dude, and that would, that would be fucking That would be hilarious. If we just had like a whole squad of cars that were just racing every week to try to get the dub. Oh, fuck yeah, dude. That would be awesome. You're right. But yeah, so that that's, that's exciting. I just wanted to talk about that off the rip because we are very, very excited to have him jump aboard. We're very, very excited to support him. Um, like, like I said, you know, it's, I've been watching him race. I've been racing with him for years and we've been talking about always how esports are picking up and it is a way to make money. So shout out to Hank for that side hustle, man. We're looking forward to rooting you on in that juice box podcast car, baby. And that, that's just so cool. It's wild. Like, it's just another example of like how people really just don't know how big esports are getting. Well, and, and it's, you know. I know we seem like that we talk about it on Midnight Gamer here and ju- and the Juice Box, but I personally think it's something that we need to talk about. It's a movement. Because there still is a lot of stigma on video games and how they're bad for you and sitting inside and everything like that, which at one point yeah. in time, maybe it was. I don't know. I'm not going to act like I'm a big video game um, well, connoisseur it's def- it's guy. It's definitely different than like 10 years ago. because I would say. 10 years ago, you couldn't. I mean, you could make some money, but it wasn't nearly as easy, accessible. And Not you, saying it's easy, but... And you had to be, like, legit, legit back in the day. Yes, yes. Like, 10 years ago, you had to be the best in the world. And, like, nowadays, like, you can just be, like, a very good gamer and be on Twitch. And, like, literally, people will pay you to put ads on your Twitch. And, like, uh, people pay for, like, subscriptions to keep watching you. And so, I mean... Yeah, Twitch has been a huge thing for uh, gamers anyways. I, I mean, I'll probably never get up there, but I, I use it. Um, well, too, you, you have a good, in my opinion, obviously you would turn it on a lot more, but yeah. you, you'd have a good personality when you, when you play. And in my opinion, I think you become Twitch famous just from your personality. I was just going to say, I don't like... Don't get me wrong, I love watching, like, very good players, but at the same time, I like watching, like, just mediocre, pretty good players that just, like, are good at keeping your attention and making you laugh and whatnot and just, like, entertaining you. Exactly. I mean, I don't know. I think it can go both ways. No, and and that's why, too, I don't think you and I talked about this, but a lot of people were upset with Joe Rogan a couple episodes ago because a lot of people don't realize he used to be, like, addicted to video games. Yeah. Like, when he was younger. Like, that's all he wanted to play. And he was just kind of stating how video games... <coughs> excuse me. Video games could be a waste of time and they're, not, and they're bad for you. And a lot of people got mad and gave yeah. him the uproar. But I personally think the way I understood it is he was just saying now that there's so many people that play video games... Yeah. Like, so many people can have it accessible in their house and things like that. So there's so many people that play that to make money, it could, quote, unquote, be a waste of time. But then again, it's like that with any sport or anything that you yeah. do. So I, I think he was just saying that there's so many more people that are playing it now that it could potentially be a waste that you are wasting your time trying to get big and things like that. But also, he's older. I don't think he understands how much money I mean, you can make on Twitch. It's it's kind of like, it's the same principle. I mean, I, I get 100% what he's saying. I just, it's like, it's the same thing as like, all right, like you want to be an NFL football player. You Like you devote your whole fucking childhood to being this star, da-da-da-da-da, just like literally every moment of your life working to get to that and there's still a fucking very 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 good chance you're not going to make it absolutely. even if you go to a division one school there's a very good chance you're still not going to make it absolutely man. so i'm it's the same thing yeah really and, and and that's why you know when it comes to the racing stuff yeah there's probably a lot more people around the country that play racing games than i think but racing is kind of like one of those niche or niche things where 
not anybody can be good at a racing game. Like yeah. you, you have to know how to draft. You have to know how to hold the controller and steering wheel just right. So you're not going back and forth. So that, that is a, a different and it, it's cool. You have to be talented to play those games yeah. in my opinion, or you suck. <laughs> I mean, <coughs> hand eye coordination. Exactly, man. But yeah, we, uh, you and I, we, we finally got to hop on the war zone together and the, the map, the map's pretty cool. We we landed yeah. on the train once, and that was fun, kind of riding around on that. But it's uh, you can only get so much out of it. Exactly. But I mean, it's just cool to check out. I don't know if you drop into the stadium yet, but it's it's very it's it's real neat to go in there. But at the same time, like you better be ready to go because there's about fifty other teams dropping in there. Well, and I, you know, I like to play kind of like a style that we've sort of been playing, and that's kind of how I played on Fortnite. I like to jump in those cul-de-sacs, those houses that are on the outskirts, sort of. I feel you. It's a lot of shit out there. But honestly, there's, like, even, like, outer rim places, like, people have, uh, we'll call them, uh, like, not labeled or non-named POIs, points of interest, like, still, like, that cul-de-sac and, like, the other little group of houses I mark. And, like, they're all still, like, big points of interest. It's just not a lot of people know know about them at the same time. Absolutely. I don't, like, I, I watch people all the time on TikTok talking about them. Like, here's my not, top ten not-named POIs. And so they are starting to get more popular. And it's not like you're just, like, dropping down there because you don't want to get into a fight. It's just – I. I don't know. I feel like you, you don't have to go to the big name places to get what you want. Well, and, and those I, I'm with you. Those houses are sometimes hit and miss, but a lot of them have like the crate boxes and everything in there with a bunch of good guns. So you could oh, yeah. set yourself up because I'm, I'm learning, you know, I'm not a big guy that likes to jump in and get into gunfights and things like that. Cause I, I mean, I know the whole game is shooting, but that's kind of my weakness when, <laughs> when a bunch of teams, are trying yeah. to fight us like I'm good when it's like one on one teams or for yeah. third party and so that's why I, I don't know I, well, I, like I think that, that's everyone's biggest problem in the beginning is not knowing what to do in a big uh, beginning of game because I don't where it's multiple teams and I mean I don't know it's I don't even know how to explain it it's just like something you start picking up, Pick on, up on like like uh where to run, like, you hurry up, run, find some cover, start shooting. I like to bounce around a lot. Like, if I got uh, people coming at me from, like, a couple different angles, I like running behind some cover, putting some shots on one. I take it one dude at a time. I, I will run at right at one of them behind some cover, put some shots on them, hopefully down him. And if I can finish them, I will. But I'm, I'm not going to go out of my way, um, especially in the beginning of the game. At the end of the game, you want to go out of your way uh, to not completely risk your life, but you want to try to finish the kill. But in the beginning of the game, more than likely when you down them, they don't have, like, a self-revive. Absolutely. So hurry up, down them, right at another. I mean, but at the same time, it's – it's not as simple as that because you got multiple dudes shooting. It's just kind of my way of doing it. Yeah. Um, I feel like that's a little oversimplified. No, <laughs> but, I mean, but like at the same time, it's like the general gist of what I try to do. Well, we, we have to explain it that way because not a lot of people that listen might play video games. So like you, you have to explain yeah, it like that. It's, it like, me, me just sitting here saying it sounds a lot simpler, but, like, if you're, like, watching, it's it's hectic. Yeah. It's very hectic, and, like, it definitely takes some practice. And I, I just want us to give a shout-out to Zara before we switch topics here. Was hilarious. Dude, so <laughs> la- last night, me, John, Zara, and Marcus were all playing, and Zara was the last man standing. What, there's probably, like, 15 or 12 people yeah, alive. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And somehow, some way, for anybody that's played Warzone – he just kind of got in a crouch position and was just walking in the middle of the mat following the gas and was just mowing people down. Nobody was literally no acting saw, like he was there. Well, it was like there was three or four different teams all around him, like in a circle, but they're all fighting each other. 
And he's just like literally just spinning in circles, shooting <laughs> everyone. I'm like, what the fuck is going on? So dude? shout out to Czar for that. That that was very very. I might comical. have even recorded it. I, I, I hope you did. I gotta check when I get because usually when stuff like crazy like that happens, even if it's not me, I record it for sure. Well, dude, he'll appreciate that. But I want to jump in. You have some big big news. We'll jump to the football talk, and look, there's a lot of things that oh. I want to want to talk about with that too. So we'll we'll let you go first, so you can puff your chest out and <laughs> say whatever you need to say. I just want to say, look out, Big Twelve. Uh, well, I mean, if they play this year, it probably won't matter because Sam Ellinger is still going to start. But we got a we got a big, big uh, future recruit coming in, number one player in the country, five star quarterback uh, Quinn Ewers from Carroll, Texas. And uh, everybody, please look up his picture. The dude's hair game is off the chain. Oh yeah, he's got a beautiful blonde mullet going on. Um, I've I've watched a little bit of his clips. He, I mean. I wouldn't call him dual threat, but at the same time, he kind of reminds me of Sam Ellinger, really. really. Like, he can run if he needs to, but at the same time, like, he's not going to, like, predominantly just try to go to a run. Yeah. Like, you know what I mean? Yeah, the, the best quarterback that I can think of to kind of compare it to people is – Ellinger and sounds like this guy to me are like the Aaron Rodgers quarterback where he doesn't look to run, but yeah. he can use his legs yeah. to get people open and he's not just a pocket passer. Yeah. So that's kind of how I vision it. I mean, I was trying I was trying to find like his height and weight, but I couldn't find it. Uh, oh, dude, you're so fed up with phone cases that you're rocking the naked. I'm a big fan. Yeah, I took it off. I Just because like... I mean, I, I I do feel a little sketchy not having a case on there, but at the moment, until I get a one that I like, I'm keeping it off. I got a screen protector. I'll be good. And I literally feel like I'm from the future with no case on because, like... It's you, a different feeling. I know. Like, you don't really realize how, like, thin and, like... It's literally like you're holding a piece of glass. And you you know what I've found? Because I, I, I keep... I keep going back and forth. I always jump cases... No case, Ugh, everything like that. And I found that when I don't have a phone case on, I use my phone less because I'm afraid to drop yeah. it. And and when I sit it down, I always sit it in places where I know it can't fall if like Hazel jumps up or fall on the ground. So I, I, I know it's more risky, but I kind of like the the dangerousness of it and <laughs> and the fact that I, I find myself not using it that much. I, d- I, uh, I will say I'm a lot more, like, careful with it. Yeah. But I still end up dropping it, and every time I'm like, oh, shit. Your heart breaks. Because, like, the back can still break, the glass on the back. Um, but um, <clears throat> I wanted to also say he's – it's Quinn guy. He is class of 2022. Okay. So – it's not going to be an immediate thing, but I was just still pumped when I saw, holy shit, number one player in the country, class of 2022. Absolutely. Is, uh, is going to be coming to uh, the old uh, orange and white. Dude, you so let, let's talk football because this is, a, this is a big topic of conversation right now. Some leagues want to do spring leagues. Some leagues want to do fall leagues. I'll give my general idea on it. I won't go into so much detail up front because I'll, I'll let you kind of answer. I, I'm anxious to hear what you think. But the way I look at all of this is I personally don't see how football can happen without all five power conferences being no. on the same page. Yeah. And here's why. Because if you have the Big 12, the SEC, and the ACC all playing a fall season, that's great. But I'll use Ohio State as an example. If an Ohio State, Penn State, Wisconsin, whoever wants to come down and play from the Big Ten, which, in my opinion, if they want to play, they yeah. should be allowed to play. Yeah. I think it should be like a school-to-school basis. Let's say that they have a – I'll do good and bad first. Let's say they have a good season. Are they going to be able to play in the spring league with their conference and the Pac-12? And if they do, do they lose another year of eligibility? Or are, are they the yeah. same age? And it, let's say they play bad, are they able to just say, well, fuck, we had a bad fall season. I want to go play in the spring league, and it, it's kind of the same thing. And then you look at it as 
if there's an SEC school, Pac-12 school, ACC school that maybe doesn't have the season that they were looking to have, are they going to be able to be like, I want to play in the spring league too? Yeah, no, I feel you on that. Um, as far as eligibility goes, I'm I'm pretty sure. I don't know how it will work if like they actually end up playing, but I know they're not going to lose a year of eligibility. Which they shouldn't. I'm on yeah, that side. Yeah, they, um, they shouldn't. In my opinion. Yeah. Um, but, I mean, I don't know, dude. That I've, It's hard. It's, yeah, because unless you have everyone playing normal season time, like, I, it's, it's just a completely different world almost because I don't know how to put it. Like, uh, I don't know, dude. Well, it, I don't know. It, it is a completely different thing because I, we were talking about it a little bit on Friday when we were recording the juice box. Oh. I look at it like this. If these guys all play, we have a fall and spring. Yeah. Are we going to have two Heisman winners? Are we going to have two national championships? Will the yeah. Ch- will the yeah, champions, that's, yeah. Will they have to play each other? Will the fall champion and the spring champion have to play each other to make yeah. the real champion? It, it's hard. Yeah, no, I guess that's what I was trying to get at. Like, the, uh, you don't have, like, the normal fucking uh, competition, I guess. I don't know. I Like, uh, they're... There's really no like one true champion. Is what I was trying to get at, and I'm just like terrible at talking. <laughs> should have took that speech class. <laughs> yeah, should have took the speech <laughs> class. No, but it, it, it's true because, I mean, in my opinion, this is the way I think, right or wrong. I think, regardless what teams play in what leagues, I think the the fall league is the one that should count the most. That's yeah, where football for is sure. supposed to be played. But I, I, I do really think it should be like a team-to-team basis. But at the same time, I feel I feel like if, if a team wanted to play both times, they should be allowed to. Um, one, just because it gives the kids more film and whatnot. <laughs> exactly. And two, gives them a chance to, like, really see how good they are. I mean, I... Whatever, it really doesn't matter, but like that's something that matters to a lot of people. Um, and I, I just think this is this is one of those moments where I think it's the perfect time. Let's just get rid of all these conferences. Yeah. Why can't we just split it up in regions of the country? Why do we have like to NFL have, style? Exactly. Why yeah. do we have to have conferences? Like, why can't the southern schools play, the northeast schools play, Midwest, all well, that, and things like that? Because then. You could plan for a scenario like this in terms of it would be easier to bubble those schools yeah. if something like this happened again because yeah. we can use WVU. If, if Some they, of them don't even make any fucking sense anymore. Exactly. That's what you, I know you're about to say. WVU's it, in the Big 12, so if they wanted to do a bubble thing, they would have to pick up all the way from – because they'd have the yeah. bubble down there. That's where all the teams are. Yeah. So they'd have to pick all the way up, and it, it would be like – they would literally be living remotely. And yeah. like you just said, there are a lot of schools that are in conferences like, where you're like, what the fuck? A&M, SEC. Yeah. Missouri, like, well, I guess Missouri kind of makes sense, but still. Yeah. I mean, well, honestly, the, the two big ones for me are W and A&M. They're like no, nowhere near the region like they're supposed to be in the conference for. Yeah. Um, which, whatever. I mean, I guess. Makes it, it fun. Yeah. And it's better competition for what they were in. Yeah, I'd but say. um, at the same time, for like the aspect you're going at, it would make no sense for like the regions if like something like this were to happen again, and say the southeast isn't having nearly as bad outbreak as northeast, they could still play. You know, and uh, shit. Yeah, I lost my train. No, of it's all right. But and, and yeah, we're talking about bubbling. So like. <laughs> I, I just think that... I'm terrible. Dude, listen, <laughs> we're, we're not fucking professionals. We're just here shooting the shit, and people love to hear our voices. That's what we do, bro. This is a side hustle for the boys. Oh, man. But I, <laughs> I, I just... Because you know once this is over, this is me being completely positive here. You know once this is over, 
it won't happen again for a long time, but you and I, at least our lifespan, we'll see something like this happen again. Yeah, yeah. Whether we're 50, 60, Whoa. 70, 80. It, we were just talking about the other day. Maybe we won't because technically this is 2012 on the Mayan calendar. Dude, <laughs> and, and that is weird. And, I know. And it's very weird to think. And at first, JT told me that a couple weeks ago, and it, it, I just can't believe that hasn't stuck with me because all this stuff has been sticking, sticking with me. But I guess I'm not a big Mayan researcher guy, but they fucked up a couple years on the calendar. Yeah. So supposedly this year is 2012. Yeah, I know. And, and, and when you think and about all the... It's looking like it. It is. <laughs> Everything's lining up. That big nuclear explosion happened. The Indonesia volcanoes yeah. have been erupting. The fucking Annabelle doll's missing. I mean, what the hell that is going on? That shit's wild. But, like, honestly, getting back to the college football thing, I, I really just... I really think it's a disservice to... Uh, as long as you take the right precautions, like, they're even making now, like, you know, you normally have, like, the eye visors. Now they have them down all the way past their mouth and chin now. As long, like, you're taking the right precautions, testing them every week. Um, they're, all of them are wearing that type of visor. Um, all that fun stuff to be safe. I really think it's a disservice to these kids to not let them play. They have worked their entire life to try to make it to the pro level. And some of them, this is their last chance right now. I understand they won't use it or lose another year of eligibility, but people don't realize what taking a year off can do to some, some kids. They, they just, unless they're playing every year, they will lose their, um, uh, not all of them, but a lot of them will just lose that, that flow they had and will never get it back. Which, yep. it, which that sucks, and it sucks to say, but it's, it's the truth for some, for some kids. Yeah, I honestly couldn't have said it better myself, and I, I wish I could remember who told me what I'm about to say so I could give them credit, but I guess... For, let, let them play fall and spring, dude. They, they deserve it. They worked their whole fucking life for it. That's amen. how I feel. And I guess each school... Just for football is how I understood this. It will cost each school a half a million dollars in COVID testing and things like that yeah. if they do it the right way to play a season. So that's why I think it is, for the whole football community, it is big if these these big schools have to play. Money has to be made, or a lot of these programs could disappear fucking, forever. They're making that half million in one game. I know. Literally, in ticket sales. But if fans can't come, well, that's true too. Yeah, and, yeah. And, and concessions, even if they limit it to twenty-five percent capacity, I I still think they're making five hundred grand a ticket sales. Well, the way I look at it is, if you just put all season ticket holders in there and scatter them out throughout the stadium, yeah. that will still be a lo uh, enough a lot fans. Of people. Yeah, and if you let in so many at a time, you're able. And I know it sounds crazy. But, like, people that don't watch sports, you're able to fill that stadium to even 60 to 70 capacity and have people spread out enough. Oh, very much. Very much. I mean, and I, I just, I think at the end of the day. Make everyone wear masks. At the end of the day, we're coming to a point where it has to be personal opinion. You know, we, we can't yeah. keep having all of this government stuff telling us what to do there has to be a point where you know if you want to go out and do something you have to wear a mask just to be safe around other people it's not just for yourself it's for yeah. other people and if you choose to go into a game if you choose to go into a stadium and arena to watch something and you want to do that i don't see how that can't happen if the teams are willing to play and want to play oh absolutely and I mean, I think it's the vast, vast, vast majority, probably all of them, they all want to play. Yeah. It's been almost an, an outcry, an outrage of, like, the college football players uh, taking to social media about it, like, let us play. Yeah. And, I mean, I'll say, I'll say it again, they deserve it uh, 100%. It's, it's really, 
If I was in their shoes, I'd be very, very, very upset. Yeah. Very upset. And I know people are sitting at home listening, and they're like, oh, Jake, you're going back on what you've said before about staying home. And Listen, my opinions evolve just like everyone else's yeah. should evolve. I, and that's I, fine. I, I don't have to stay with the same mindset. Like, I'm allowed to evolve my opinion just like anyone else's. At the end of the day, if you want to be brutally honest, we already fucked up getting this thing out of the United States already. Like, <laughs> we should have locked down much harder, and we probably would be battling this a lot better. But I'm looking at it in the positive way to where now we're to the point where if you want to go out and about, wear a mask. Yeah. What's the big deal? Wear yeah. them for a couple years, and we'll figure it out. You know, it, it, and that's, again, we always touch on it. Everybody gets so set in these opinions yeah. that they don't, expand their minds further and you're allowed to change an opinion and then that's where everyone's like just starts bitching because they're like oh you said this fucking seven years ago why do you have a different opinion on this i mean it's just stupid well honestly that'd be a terrible fucking thing if everyone held the same opinions their whole life people do it would be terrible people do man and And that's how (laughs) that just goes back to you're not going to have any change for good or bad if you, if everyone keeps the same opinion. Uh, so keep that in mind when you uh, try to uh, attack someone about changing how they feel. It's the truth. Like, you, you have to there, – there's the great Jimmy V slogan. Shout out Jimmy V. Yeah. Survive in advance. You have to figure out how to survive in the time. You can use it towards life. Survive in the time and advance – the way you live and advance your perspective. Yeah. Or you're literally going to be sitting in your living room every night watching Fox News or CNN bitching about how things used to be in 1980. Yeah. In, in, in terms of, like, living style, like lifestyle, going out, everything like that. Th- that's what I'm talking about here, the I, way that we live. I think it's a very, very good thing to... For everyone to be opinionated, have your own opinions, but it's even a more important thing to understand other people's opinions. Amen. And not uh, not try to argue every single uh, disagreement you have with someone that thinks, and I think that's a huge problem uh, we have well, so, these days. So many disagreements could get, not all, but so many disagreements could get washed under the rug if people would just sit down and have a normal conversation, and, and like you just said, everybody gives their opinion. It opens up your mind. You see how other people live, how other people think. You don't have to change your opinion that way, but at least you can understand where yeah. they're coming from. Yeah, I mean, you can, you can 100% keep your original mindset or whatever, but at least hear someone out, I guess, is what I'm getting at. Um, yeah. And I just... I just think that's a a huge problem because, I mean, a lot of the times the second someone uh, thinks a different way than you do in the way we're living today, you're the enemy. Exactly. And there's there's no middle ground, and that's that's a shame. And it's it's just it's wild uh, because we we touch on it. We won't go in depth on this, but it is wild to think that we we luckily got to grow up on two sides where it was like before all this constant internet interaction and social media and all that stuff. And I, I, I think that if we can, we don't have to solely eliminate all the social media stuff. I, I know I'm, I, I always say that it is bad for people, which it is bad sometimes. But if, if you learn how to balance like social media opinions and what you say on that, but also you're able to sit down and have a conversation with the person, then things will get better in today's society. Oh, yeah. But if everybody just keeps hiding behind their Twitter handle <laughs> and, and doesn't want to open up their mind to the way people think, it's just we'll, we'll, we'll just constantly keep going in a circle. Uh, I, I mean, I, debate's a good thing. It is. For, uh, for growth and change, yeah. I, and it always will be. Um, Speaking of debates, you, you just gotta, yeah. we need to debate on this fucking Ronin winner. Dude. Give it to us, Dips. I swear. Like, Give it to us. Tell the truth. I swear. I, And I don't want to sound like I'm bashing them because I, I do like the guys and I, I love the company and their products and whatnot. Um, and I will continue to buy from them. It's not, it's not straying me away. But at the same time, 
So yeah, anyone that's listened, you know we entered that, this contest to win this truck, and the winner didn't want the truck. He took some money. So there was an overtime, and you, you had to re-enter for overtime. And one, I disagreed with. Uh, they let anyone enter overtime where it should have been just the people that were already in. Where, uh, in my opinion, where's the loyalty aspect there? And uh, along with that, I really am skeptical about who the winner was because it really just seems like it was very, uh, I don't want to say rigged, but planned out that they, it, they, the winner was going to be picked from their local area, the way they did this reveal video. Where was he at, Arizona or something like that, I believe? I thought he was in California. Well, I, 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 okay, so I think he, he actually lives in Arizona, but still, that's not a far drive from California. Oh, no. So, so in a nutshell, it, he, it is low. It is low yeah, compared to I, where they're I at. I feel like it, general southwest area, you know, yep. or like from southwest uh, California and just that area of the country. Yep. Um, but anyways, yeah, they're like, oh, we're outside the winner's house. Uh, they, they drove the, the truck to the winner's house and uh, which is fine. Uh, but, and I, and I still would have been not as skeptical about it if they would have just done that. Like, oh, we picked a winner and he's close to us. We can take the truck to him. Exactly. Which that's cool. Um, I'd be, I would hundred percent see that, but it's when, it's when they opened, he opened his door and just like the look on his face and everything, it just made it seem so sketchy to me. Um, he literally like wasn't excited or I mean, he I mean, I'm sure he was a little excited whether he knew or not, but I mean, at the same time, like, me personally, I feel like anyone that would win something like that would be going ape shit. Like, at least, like, I don't know, like, oh, he literally just had, like, a smile on his face, like he was taking a picture. Yeah. And he literally said, I like, word for word, he was like, oh, hey, uh, I wasn't sure you guys were still coming. Like, what? I, I didn't think about it until you started bringing all those points up. But if you remember, as soon as he opened the door, he knew the guy's name. Yeah. He said his name. And at first, I, at first I was like, okay, he's pretending to be a delivery driver. He read his name tag. And then I'm sitting there thinking, delivery drivers don't have yeah. name tags. And I mean, I understand it's probably public information, like the owner's names and whatnot. But at I don't know. It's just like he said that I wasn't sure you guys were still coming, and the camera went to the the guy, one of the owners of Ronin Factory, or whatever, and his face was just like the biggest oh shit look. He was just like uh, uh like almost like oh I'm busted. Yeah. And uh, kind of was just like yeah surprise, and <laughs> like uh, he just like opens the pizza box and it's the keys to this. Br- or not brand new, but decked out Ford Raptor and 30 grand. Like, literally, the guy's just, like, standing there. He's just like, um, oh, sweet, truck, money. Yeah. Like, what? Well, the, the more... the more I'd, be, I'd have tears in my eyes. The more I'm thinking about it and, and the more that you're talking, it does make sense because they probably did tell him. He probably let out all of his excitement over the yeah. phone. So by the time they were there, he was just like... He knew it was coming, so I, I don't know. I didn't really think Which that. Which is fine. I yeah. Mean, I mean, as long as you, like, picked it legit and uh, tell him beforehand, that's fine. But, like, don't pretend like you don't know. Like, I don't know. Well, and you, I'm a big thing on authenticity. Yeah, and you brought up a good point to me also, and I didn't really think about this, but they probably and I'm not saying that the company's hurting for money at all but no. they probably did open up that 25 to everybody because they were trying to make that 75k oh back. for sure didn't even think about that uh, yeah they for sure uh, you had to pay $25 to get back in the overtime and i 100% understand that because they the guy that originally won he wanted to take 75k instead of the truck and 30k and they decided they're still giving away a truck that's probably worth around 75k if At not least. more and plus 30k more so yeah i understand that they need to make their money back for that and that's just fine and i could be wrong about the whole situation i hope i am wrong uh very open to be proven wrong absolutely um, 
I'm just saying from my perspective, and a lot of the people's comments in the live video like were agreeing that it just seemed very, very sketchy. Well, that, that's what bummed me out about the whole thing, because when I opened it up and I heard they were outside, I knew at the end of the day it probably wasn't one of us that were winning. Instantly. But JT was still like, don't look outside, just watch it, we'll see. Yeah. And then I got bummed when they revealed the name on accident on the pizza box and everybody was putting it in the comments, like, like congrats, oh, Michael. Michael. And I was like, well, why am I going to keep watching this? I know I didn't win. Yeah, yeah. And, like, honestly, as soon as I said they were outside, like, you could see through the truck windows. It was a very warm climate place. You could see palm trees. And I was like, damn. Or at least, like, uh, black out the windows or something, man. Like, put something in them so you can't see. Um, Have you ever won any kind of contest like that at all? No. And I've been dying my whole life just to, like, win one, one big contest like that, whether it be, like, concert tickets or like game tickets somewhere so Uh. i did it one time i listened to 103.5 when it was froggy it's still could be froggy i don't know if it is and what it was a brad paisley concert and this is when i was an arts and crafts instructor so i'd drive around and we'd listen to music if no kids were there just chilling and they were playing brad paisley songs backwards yeah and i heard the song and i instantly knew it was water don't know how just in my head it clicked i was like this is Water by Brad Paisley. So I call in. I'm the caller. I win. I'm all excited. I'm on the phone. And the guy's like, how are you feeling? Well, for those of you guys that don't know, their, their slogan is, I'm feeling froggy. <laughs> so the guy goes, how are you feeling? And I just said, man, I'm feeling great. How are you? And he goes, no, no. He was like, how are you feeling? And I was like, oh, shit, I'm feeling froggy. <laughs> so when they put it on the radio, you could tell they had to clip it yeah. to where they put my froggy and put it over what I was saying. Yeah. So it just sounded so funny. <laughs> but, yeah, man, that, that, was, uh, and that was such a small spectrum. I yeah. just won two tickets to our Brad Paisley concert, but it felt like I won the lottery. Oh, fuck, yeah. I mean, any contest like that, it's just a good feeling to know you won. And uh, I just want to say if, like, by chance – Ronan people, you happen to hear this. Um, don't think I, like, dislike you now or something. I'm just saying it just seems sketchy. And, I mean, I, yeah, I still love your company and everything. You know, I'm actually about to drive 20 minutes because I forgot my $30 sunglasses at a, at a golf course. And I just for $30... But I love the sunglasses that came from you guys, so I'm going to go get them. Absolutely. Uh, but, uh... Yeah, I don't know. I like I said, I'll still fucking jump back in with y'all. Uh, I, the clothes I got from you are some of my favorite clothes now. So yeah, I'm Shout not out turned Ryan. away. I just was a little bummed out. I mean, and maybe that's what this is. Maybe I'm just jealous. You know? Maybe like, you're just jealous. Who knows? Who knows? But uh, yeah, that's just. I don't know. It. Uh, I. I just. Keep saying it just seemed weird. Well, just with with any of those contests, like even when you play the lottery, I remember a couple years ago, I don't remember what it was, it was or when it was rather, it was the billion dollar jackpot or whatever. And there was a couple days in a row where I was buying things. And for any of those contests, you sit there and right before you figure out the numbers or the drawing, you convince yourself that you're winning. Oh, yeah. And you're already, and that's like the wildest and best feeling because you're already sitting there making plans for what you're going to do with the money. And the, I know. And the odds of you winning is so slim to none. It's I crazy. Know. I know. It's, it's just the way people are designed, I guess. Yeah. Which is wild. I mean, it just breeds like depression. Well, <laughs> like, depression, competition, and, and that's what. That's what's cool. Like at the end of the day, we are animals, and we still have the same instincts as all these other animals do. So I'm I'll, a gorilla. I'm a gorilla. I'm a gorilla. <laughs> so like, you, you want to like attack whatever you're doing to try to win. It's just it's just how we're built. It's how yeah, we're wired. For sure. Run in fact, yeah, I still love you. I'm sorry if it pissed you off me saying that. <laughs> but how um, how's your kitchen going? What how's the house update? It's it's coming along. Um, it it's taken a while repairing a bunch of fuck ups from uh, some previous people, but I mean it's coming along now. Um, 
big time. All the cabinets uh, are in <clears throat> on the one side of the kitchen. Uh, just got to, like, put the sink on the countertop and, like, just secure the countertop down. And that side will be pretty much done. Um, we actually started putting stuff back in the, the upper cabinets yesterday just because it's been a mess in, like, our spare bedroom, just boxes of kitchen stuff in there. But overall, I, I'm loving how it looks. Um, for, I, I mean, we got these cabinets from Lowe's, and they're relatively cheap, but they look great, really. Um, I even thought about not putting handles on them just because they look cool without them. Yeah. Al almost like a sleek, modern look. But there, there's, like, a two or three bottom doors on the cabinets where... It's hard to get your fingers in there to open it, so I'm going to end up doing it. But uh, overall, I'm very, very happy with the work that's being done. Um, yeah. Well, that, that, it, that's what's cool because you're going through it. <laughs> like, Zar's going through redoing a house. I've been painting and putting a deck and everything on mine. It, yeah. It's just, like, in the beginning, like, I, I can use this house as an example. You buy a house, and you, you already know how much work you're going to have to put in. Yeah. And it feels like you're never, ever going to get to an end point. But once things slowly start getting done, your excitement builds up because yeah, you're like, holy sure. shit, this is my baby. Well, like now I'm having, like now that I'm seeing how much I'm starting to like how things look, I'm starting to like uh, have a little bit of second thoughts because like we've ran into so many problems with this house and uh, I'm just like, God, oh, we just need to get this shit done. I'm selling it. I'm getting out. But like now that everything's getting fixed the right way and uh, starting to come together and I'm starting to slowly like how it looks. I'm like, Oh no, maybe I will stay here for a little bit. Um, well, what I didn't realize about your house is you have an insane backyard. Oh yeah. I it's mean, a lot bigger than people would think. It just sucks. It's like, kind of on a hill oh it's not kind of some are some spots are just a little flatter than others but yeah it's a nice size the dogs can run around yeah it, it's really nice i'd like to eventually fence in part of it but uh overall like the dogs are like listen well enough where i can just like let them out and they won't run off but the only thing that sucks is having neighbors so close i don't i don't want to bother the neighbors with the dogs going over there and just, like, happen to maybe go to the bathroom over there yeah. and whatnot. So that's the only thing with that. But, I mean, yeah, I definitely do like the setup. It, it just needs a couple little tweaks uh, to protect the house, like water coming down the hill and whatever. Yeah. But, well, I mean, overall. But what's nice about your house and my house, too, is we're in these kind of neighborhoods and roads where you're in the city, but it doesn't feel like you're yeah. in the city. Well, you know, it's crazy. I literally looked up, like, the map of the city limits, and the line to go out of city limits is literally, like, within a couple hundred yards of my house. So it's really? awesome. Like, I'm out of city limits, but, like, I'm still, like, right here. I'm close to everything, which I've always have been a person where I would like to live, like, a little farther out. But at the same time, it's a nice location to be for the time being when i'm older i want my own like big patch of land somewhere out there but yeah i could not agree more with that and what's what's nice about your house too is you know you hop right down the road and you got a convenience store right there oh yeah i go there like almost every day so and and that's what's cool is like i mean i guess i kind of have like sheets or kroger but they're always fucking packed and not saying bogeys isn't but it's nice to wear you have, like, your own little, like, convenience spot. Yeah, and it, they got, like, it's not, like, homemade food, but it's not, like, that fucking, just, like, uh, like we were talking the other day about, mm -hmm. like, a bunch of food with, like, preservatives and shit, and it's, like, kind of decent food. Uh, I mean, wings, chicken, chicken thighs, breast, mashed potatoes, all that good stuff. I really like their, they have like homemade pepperoni rolls I'll Damn. get from there. I really like them. But shout out Duggars in South Wheeling. They got the best homemade pepperoni rolls you can get, I swear. They, they put, I think, Italian dressing on the top, and it just smacks. Really? Oh, my God. It's, it's, it's unreal. You Damn. never think just putting Italian dressing on the top of it. You think it sounds disgusting. But, I mean, there's something about it. It's unreal, dude. Damn, I'll, I'll have to definitely try that out. But, like, like, food, how you were just talking, 
it is wild once you try to like eat healthier and make your own food and do like the raw kind of cooking where you make it yourself. It is crazy when you try to, I I don't do it all the time, but I try to focus out that, you know, gas station, fast food, all that stuff. And it's wild how much your body does feel better when you're putting that natural food in and you're getting that energy. And I I don't know, it's hard for me because I'm always traveling. I'm always having to drive to places and shit like that. But it, once I'm starting to make an effort, it, it, it is crazy how much you just feel so much better. And that's one thing that has sucked a little bit, which it, it's not too bad because they are like, it is moving along pretty quick. It's not going to be much longer until I can use it again. But like with the kitchen not being there, it's a lot harder to eat what I want to eat. I have to like go get stuff all the time because I like, I can't cook right now. Uh, which sucks, but it won't be much longer. Um, but I definitely have noticed that opposed to like when I didn't have a kitchen, um, I don't know, like I've been feeling a lot more droggy after I eat because it hasn't been as good as stuff. It's true. Yeah. You, you, you get, you, you feel, I don't want to say run down, but you definitely feel a lot more tired and don't have yeah. that umph that the you food would. comas are coming back yeah because I, I i've been able to stay away from them recently but now now they're coming back they hit me even harder and i'm lucky because i live like th- three to five minutes away from my parents so i can go up there for dinner same but <laughs> yeah yeah <laughs> i feel you man i mean i like it though um and it's wild to me that you don't like vegetables I'm 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 slowly getting into them. Like I'll eat, I'll eat asparagus. Um, Love asparagus. If uh, if cooked like uh, carrots, I'll, I've eaten green beans a couple of times now. So I'm slowly getting into it. Um, still got a ways to go though. Yeah. Uh, but honestly, I've come to find out. Yeah, they do help you be a lot healthier. But I mean, at the same time, you don't, like really need need them to be healthy well and and that's what i didn't realize that obviously you can get nutrients and shit from vegetables yeah. but yeah a lot of it the definitely st- helps a lot of the stuff though you can't get from eating vegetables and that's why i've been a big advocate of those greens yeah. i've been i've always liked fruit though and i have been getting into eating a lot more fruit i, I almost made myself sick how many grapes i ate the other day is that your favorite uh, apples are probably my favorite. I love a good honey crisp apple. Oh, honey crisp, huh? Yeah, yeah actually, fun fact, little tip. Uh, if you like like crisp, juicy apples, like mm-hmm. crunch, when uh, a good way to tell in the store is if it's like if that's the type of thing you like, good way to tell it's a good apple is like you pick it up, kind of like toss it up in the air a couple of times when it hits your hand. Listen for a sound that almost sounds like some some hollow. Okay. You know, I mean, like a hollow hit sound. Yeah. That's how I know it's an apple. I'm gonna like it. It has a lot of crunch to it. Yeah, I'm I'm a I'm a big apple big apple guy. I'm a big fan of the Honeycrisp. But when I was younger, I don't really get them much anymore. But I was always a fan of the yellow apples. I'm, I'm I don't know if I. I might have ate them once or twice in my life. Yeah. Honestly, they were they're like much Aren't they sweeter. Kinda, Aren't they kind of softer? Yes. See, I like hard, crunchy apples. But and I, mean, I used to eat green apples, but they're just so sour to me. Yeah. I'm telling you, my, my favorite is the Honeycrisp. And recently I found, uh, they call them pink apples. They're, they're really good, too. Um, Did you ever try a grapple? Yeah. Yeah, I, I like them a lot. But you know there's some fucking genetic shit going on there. Fuck yeah, <laughs> dude. Um. Well, a little switch here. I did want to bring this up. Yeah. Uh, the, uh, I think it was the last episode I was talking about uh, Last Chance You Curse. Yes. And so I finished the most recent season, and I'm convinced there's a Last Chance You Curse. Really? Yeah, they did not have a season they were looking for again. And it's it's just another one of those things. They had plenty of talent to... Yeah. Win, but like they ended up six and four, missing the playoffs. Do you think it's probably that intimidation factor where the where these players have just been playing the game their whole life, but now that they have cameras following oh, them it, around, it's definitely got uh, something to do with it. Like the the stress of having that, and it's just once you get to that point, everyone wants to beat you. 
they're, you're going to get everyone's best game every week. But at the same time, I definitely feel like they could have won every game. Uh, the one dude on this laning team was just a fucking monster. He played cornerback. He ended up he's a, he went to Oregon State uh, full ride. His brother went full ride the uh, year before that. Uh, Ray John writes his name. Yeah, I'm he some of the plays he made in that show just absurd. Yeah, dude. absurd. Um, but yeah, I'm. I, you're convinced. <laughs> yeah. I well, dude, it, it, it is something about like when you're rolling up to a stadium or a place and you're about to play a big time game. It is one thing when you're walking in and you're a good team, but it's another when you're walking in as a good team with an entire film and oh, camera yeah. crew wanting to People want watch. to embarrass you. Exactly. Literally, it's just the way people are. Then there's that mentality in sport like that. You want to embarrass the other team, and, and it might sound bad, but that's that's, that's how it is. Um, but, yeah, I mean, there's definitely that huge stress factor on them. Like, one of their best players the whole season was going through a lot of, like, life problems, and I think that took a real big toll on them. I mean, it is what it is. It sucks, but uh, I don't know. I, I feel like there's just – a little too much stress put on kids at a young age. But, like, at the same time, I'm not saying shows like that aren't good. They are good because, I mean, they will get people noticed. But you just got, got to know how to handle it, I guess. Well, ho- Hockey Troll said this on the latest podcast, and I know it was about hockey, but it, you, we could just put this into all the other sports. Yeah. One of his questions was, "It's or not questions, statements, it's crazy how Sweden has a bunch of big-time hockey players, but they only have, like, 10 million total in their entire population. And what it is is he was talking to a Swede about it, and he said the big difference between them and America is America, all we focus on is winning. Yeah. We don't focus on, you know, basics, making sure you're doing things the right way as a young age. It's all focused on you have to win. And over there, for years growing up, you play the sport, but you don't play competitively. Yeah. You play to get the basics and everything it's more down. about your growth. Exactly. Which, yeah, that, I mean, that makes a ton of sense, really. And I, I never thought about it, but, but when you think about it like that, like, I mean, to hear him say it's like the big difference is just the mentality. It's oh, not to do sure. with the players or more athletic or anything like that. For it's sure. just the mindset. Yeah. That could be a big problem in our country. Is there's so much stress put on you have to win. Well, you we're ju- we're just shoveled at a young age that we're just the greatest people to ever touch yeah. this green earth. And yeah. it's just not true. There's people everywhere that are just as brilliant and as yeah. great as we are. And if you like uh, football shows, uh, I just actually started watching on Netflix yesterday – um, I guess it's an older show. I, the, the first season is on, but I just started watching season two, and it's based in 2018, I believe. It's QB1, Beyond the Lights. It, I've, I'm liking it a lot. I think I'm on episode four. And right now it's got uh, Justin Fields, Ohio State quarterback. He's an absolute animal in high Isn't school. Tate, Mar- Tate Martell's on one season? It might not be on it's that one. It's not this one, but I, I, I might be on, on the next one. Yeah, I can't remember. But uh, I can't remember. Uh, there's another kid, uh, little white dude. He plays in Charleston, South Carolina. Sam something. I guess he went to Wake Forest. Okay. Um, and then the other one, uh, Real. I can't remember his last name. Real something. Uh, but he ended up going to Iowa State. I think I looked it up. I think he plays for Temple now. Okay. But um, he he is at St. John Bosco, and that that's just high school football powerhouse. The most recent episode, speaking of stress on young kids, they literally had to fly overnight to South Florida to play St. Thomas Aquinas. Fuck. And, I mean, anyone that knows high school football, St. Thomas Aquinas. Is that it? Fuck. <laughs> they're it. <laughs> They they put the most players in the NFL year after year. They have the most alumni in the NFL. Uh, 110 state championships. Jesus I just man. looked that up yesterday. I was in shock and awe. 110 state championships. But think of it. You're 17, 18 years old. 
And you could really tell watching, at least to me anyways, watching this episode, I re- mentally, he just wasn't. They ended up losing, I think, uh, nine to three. It went to overtime. It was three, three, three to three at the end of the game. It went to overtime. But, like, you could really, I just feel like mentally he was struggling. And it, I, I mean, it's hard at that age to fly from Southern California to Florida to play, uh, St. Thomas Aquinas was ranked number five in the nation at the beginning of that season. St. John Bosco was number three. I mean, that is just an absurd amount of stress on a 17, 18-year-old kid uh, because especially those types of kids, they got a lot riding on them winning because yep. they're looking to go to big schools to keep playing. Um, I mean, it's performer – you got a performer, you're not going to make it pretty much. And, um, I mean, they ended up losing the game, which whatever. I mean, obviously, he still does well. But it's, I was just using it as another example of putting just absurd amount of stress. And, I mean, I'm, I'm not against these types of games and stuff taking place. I think it's awesome. Yep. I, I, if I was those kids, I'd want to do it. But uh, I'm just saying – I think it t- did take a very big toll on his play. Yeah, well, at the, at the end of the day, you know, it, it just goes to show, I, I know this sounds like so chill, but I, I am starting to believe this, man. Life's not that serious, man. You, you know, like, at the end of the day, you're, yeah. you're, you're going to live through life regardless if you're in a good mood, bad mood, whatever it may be. And I, I know sports are big, sports are competitive, and you have to have that drive to be great. That's why some people are great. But at the end of the day, man, don't put stress on yourself. Don't put it on other people. You know, life's to be enjoyed, not to be worried about. absolutely. But honestly, dupes, I think that I've not (laughs) ran out of everything. So I'll just kind of touch base again. We want to shout out Hank Steinmiller. We're looking, looking forward to watching him race and the G4 Sim Racing. Um, we'll, we'll make sure we'll throw all of his stuff on the social media. You guys can tune in. A lot of the listeners may know who he is and may have no idea that he does it because I didn't either. So, <laughs> Hank, we're happy to have you aboard, man. And uh, you can follow at the Juice Box Pod and at Juice Nixon underscore baby. Dupes, take us out. <clears throat> all right, guys. I'm on uh, Twitter and Instagram at Father Dupes. Hit me up. <laughs> and, uh, on Twitch, you can find me at JD Deplaga. Um, I'll try to get on there and stream a lot more for you guys if you if you want to watch, and maybe I can better uh, show what I was trying to talk about earlier. But uh, yeah, I uh, love you all. Have a good uh, week and life. <laughs>